We're the 32nd pick in the 2018 NFL Draft. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. With the 30th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select T.J. Watt, linebacker, Wisconsin. With the 67th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the New Orleans Saints select Alvin Kamara, running back, Tennessee. What up, Stabback fam? If you're listening to the drop of this podcast, it means the NFL draft is today. We've been waiting, and we saved up this incredible interview with Denzel Mims, wide receiver from Baylor. Mims, he's a hilarious dude. He might go to the Ravens. He might go to the Eagles, which made this one even funnier and more special. But overall, Denzel dominated the Big 12, is a beast of a wide receiver. And you'll hear our conversation with him. So let's get it. Denzel, what's going on, man? Not much. How you doing? Uh, just trying to stay sane during these times. What about you? I'm trying to do the same. Stay focused. You still getting that work in during this time? No, yeah. I'm doing a little bit of band work, a little cardio work. There we go. Not too bad. Yeah, have you been able to find people to train with, or are you kind of training by yourself? I'm doing it by myself. I got you. Uh, cool. So you went to the University of Baylor or Baylor University. Yeah. I went Wait, to- Jack. Wait, Jack, before you continue, this is the third guy in a row that we've interviewed for the draft series. So I got to start out with this. Denzel, I told from you before. From Texas. From yeah, Texas. Denzel, I told you before the, before the pod, I'm from Philly. Third straight Texas-grown um, prospect we have on. You're from Danger, Dangerfield, Texas, if I'm not mistaken? Yes, I am. Oh, I don't know about uh, the state of Texas and like its geography, but did you, by happen chance, grow up a Cowboys fan? No. <laughs> All right, we can we can move on then. We're good. <laughs> Were you a fan of anyone growing up? Uh, Minnesota Vikings. Why is, uh, why Minnesota? I mean, it was just a team that I liked to be color growing up, and I mean they had Adrian Peterson at the time, and yeah, I just fell in love with them. I feel so. So, did you grow up like so? Like, obviously, the pandemic's going on right now, and sports are shut down, and people like. Jack and myself are having a real hard time because we don't know what to do with ourselves. We consider ourselves sports junkies. Would you consider yourself like a sports junkie that you watch other sports, like you're a fan of other sports, you've been your entire life, or more so you're just, you're working towards your dream of becoming an NFL player? I'm just working on my dream of becoming an NFL player. Feel that. Gotcha. Um, All right, Denzel, talk to me. I went to the University of Texas. We've been trashed for a while now. What makes Baylor, like, how do you guys keep beating us year in and year out? Like, Texas is this blue blood program, right, where all the top recruits could should be going, but Baylor just seems to be a consistent program who's really turning out top-level talent. Uh, I don't know. I guess uh, when Rural came in, it really kind of changed the system. It came into um, a, real, a very hard-working program. And tough. We still had our speed when Browns were there, but we really turned out to be a hard, hard, competitive, and tough team. And New um, World had a lot to do with that. And it was also fast and physical. So you went to Baylor, obviously. You played four years there. When you were coming out of high school, was Baylor your top choice? Was it right in the mix? Was there somewhere else you wanted to go? What led you to, uh, to choose Baylor? Uh, my top two choices was Oklahoma and Baylor. Okay. But, but um. The only reason I chose Baylor because uh, it was closer to home. 
Uh, I had some cousins that went to Baylor, and I just felt like it was the right fit for me to go. Yeah, that. So you were you were at Baylor in an interesting time because you kind of got there and they weren't really uh, what they were or what they became in your senior year. But I mean, you guys went from being one and eleven to what'd you go this year? Eleven and two, if I'm not mistaken. Eleven and three. Eleven and three. What the hell happened in those two years that just made it the whole program flip a switch and do a one eighty? Uh, we just grew up. Um, yeah, we just completely grew up. We um, we matured. We came into grown men. We just grew up, and we all want that one goal, and we want to win a Big Twelve championship. And I mean, we of course we fell short, but we just want that one goal. And um, I and then I became a senior, and I, I mean the senior, me and our senior class really took matters in our own hands. And, and just try to make sure that everyone was on the same track as the best company because we wanted to go out on top. Where do you think that comes from? Is it from having a ton of family who's played at a high level before? Or is that leadership ingrained in you just as a person? Uh, it's just in, it's just in me as a person. Like, um, I've always been the leader. I've always been the alpha dog. And so I just know that I had to take a step and take a step um, to being the leader that past year, this past year. I mean, because my sophomore and junior year, I was lead, I was a leader by example, not a vocal leader. And um, I just took that step my senior year to be a vocal leader and just to do it all, to show everyone that I'm the leader. I'm just going to lead the way. Yeah, so you, you tested very, very well at the combine. I mean, blazing speed on the 40, a 4-3, 8, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm looking at your your uh, your tangibles. I mean, you're six three, two oh seven. You ran a four three eight. The first name that sticks out to mind when I see that is Julio Jones. I'm curious mm-hmm. if there's one guy, if there's one guy in the NFL that you've consistently tried to, or if you've been watching the film, you've been modeling your tape after some guy that you just you love his game that you're trying to model yours after. Uh, and maybe any maybe any jersey swap potentials in the future. Hey, Michael Thomas. For sure, Michael Thomas. I mean, it would be amazing to have a jersey swap with him. And I just grew up. I mean, it's not grew up. When he got in the league, I just started watching him a lot. And I started watching his game. And um, each year he improved. And, and I did myself. Each year I improved myself. And I was just like, man, I want to yeah. be a So I pushed myself to be as good as him. Yeah, I mean, I think your play on the field will get his attention enough, but maybe, I mean, I'm just, I'm just helping out as a, as a third party here. If you change your Instagram name to can't underscore guard underscore Denzel, I think you might catch his, <laughs> his attention that way. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see. I might, I might just change that one day. <laughs> I like that. Can't guard Denz. I like that. Um, so Denzel, when you were up at the combine in Indy, was there anything you learned? Number one and number two, was there anyone who really stuck out in terms of just other rookie wide receivers? I mean, you play against CD, so you've seen him up close, but I'm curious who really showcased well up in Indianapolis besides yourself. Besides myself, yeah, uh, Chase, Chase Claypool. I mean, I worked out with him at. I worked out with him at the, the senior bowl. I mean, we played together on the senior bowl team. And just seeing him go to the combine with a 4-4-2, I believe. I mean, it was very because he's a dude. I mean, you know, he's a dude his size. 
to run that fast. And he gained 10 pounds, 10, 15 pounds after he left the senior bowl. He, it's just to see him run that good and do what he wanted to do and train that, train to do it. Just, it's great to see. So at the combine, you obviously meet with every team, have these interviews, these long interviews, but I'm curious if Coach Rule, now the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, came up to you on the side, maybe whispered into your ear and said, listen, dude, I, I got you. I'm taking you. Like, you're going to the Panthers. Has, has Rule uh, whispered anything under the table about that? No, we ain't been nothing like that. Every time me and him, me and Rule talking, I was about um, our friend, my family, his family. And so it's always just talking about check on his family, not check on I check on his family, check on my family, and it's just pretty much our conversations all the time. Let me see how we doing, each other they're doing. Got you. So I, like you know, I am a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Obviously, last year didn't go as planned for my Eagles, and a lot of talk around the Eagles was we didn't have enough weapons behind Carson Wentz, and I've seen some mock drafts that had you coming to Philadelphia. So I want to test you out as a scout of a Philadelphia, potentially a Philadelphia Eagles scout, and I just have one question. Um, and then that'll determine whether or not you would fit on my team. So my simple question, my simple question is, can you catch the football? (laughs) That's a dumb question right there. (laughs) I mean, you would think, you would think that's a dumb question, but we're struggling out here to find people that can. Of course, I'm going to catch the football, the football, NFL football. Right. I'm going to catch the NFL football. Yes, sir. Welcome to Philadelphia. (laughs) <laughs> with, with that being said you, you grew up a Vikings fan and we know that you've probably been instructed to give us the I would love to play for any team but we know that and you are going to achieve your NFL dream we have no doubt about that but if you could pick is there a specific team that you would like to play for or maybe a, a we'll say is there a great quarterback you would prefer to play for um I wouldn't. I would love to play for Drew Brees one year. I mean, one time before he before he retired. Can you say That'd that? Cool. Well, there That's you go. Can't guard Mike and can't guard Denz on each side of the ball. I am curious because I'm a Ravens fan. So selfishly, right? Like Lamar Jackson was unbelievable this year, MVP of the league. But his wide receivers don't get the targets that a normal amount, uh, a normal offense in the league do get. As a wide receiver, what's your take on, like, is that an exciting place to go play because of how great the offense was this year? Or is it just a lot of blocking and it's built specifically for different types of wideouts? Uh, I say that that system really is built for dogs. Like, you got to be a, a dog and have that dog mentality as a receiver. I mean, because they're going to block, they're going to run the ball, and they ain't going to take their shots when they need to and when the teams aren't expected. So, I mean, you're going to need receivers that are going to block and be a dog and it's going to make the plays when the plays come to them. And, of course, the system is pretty much set up for Lamar and Mark Hewins to do their thing. So, I mean, it's just for the receivers got to be ready to make their plays despite the targets because you can have 50 targets and have over 1,000 yards or you can have 100 targets and just have 500 yards. It just matters. Like, you just got to make your, you got to make your plays. Right. Just, I see that system is for the. It's just dog mentality receivers. That's all it is. There you go. When your numbers call, just make the play, and then everything else will work out its way. But um, so obviously you tested tremendously at the combine, but there's a lot at the combine that people don't know about, and that's like 
when you hear about DK Metcalf going into his Seahawks meeting with his shirt off with Pete Carroll. I'm curious if there was one weird moment or one weird question where you were just like, why the hell am I being asked this? Like, how does this have anything to do with football? Or you're just like, this is the weirdest thing ever. No, I actually didn't get no weird questions at all. Interesting. Well, that's going to that's gonna change in the next five minutes. <laughs> so, did you take the Wonderlick test? Yes. I don't know what I made, okay. but... Okay. So, we gave the test to James Lynch the other day, and he told yeah. us that he thinks you would do well, but he also wanted to talk some trash on you. So, we created our own Wonderlick test. It has literally nothing to do with football, except it is, it'll pretty much determine your NFL career. So if you're ready for it, James is predicting you to fail. Honestly, most people have failed because it's just a ridiculous test. But if you're ready, we want to take you through it. All right, cool. All right. So Chris Jenner is the mom of the Kardashians and the Jenner uh-huh. girls. If you dated all the girls, we're not telling you how many, for six months each, how long would it take you to date them all? So all the uh, Kardashians. Yep. And you said all Kardashian sisters and the yep. mom. Not the and mom. No, da- the Jenner sisters. The Jenner sisters. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe, I believe that is. So what's the mom name again? Chris. Chris, her name is Chris. Yeah. Chris Jenner, right? Chris Jenner, right? Yeah. So, I mean, what is it, like six? Six Kardashians? Six, well, I think, Jenner? Not like counting her. So, it's just the daughter. So, it's just five of them. So, five, okay. So, that would take you two and a half years to date them all. Not bad. We yeah. like the way you think. Yeah. Like the way you think. It could help you with your uh, with your instincts on the field. But, uh, <laughs> Next question, just two options. Pretty simple question. Is an avocado a fruit or a vegetable? Is an avocado a fruit or it's a fruit? There we go. That's correct. All right. Um, if you had $1 for every country, and honestly, I'm going to talk trash on James on this one because he wasn't even close. So <laughs> if you had $1 for every country, how many Big Macs could you buy? Big Mac burgers, not the meal. One dollar for every country. Buy to buy the Big Mac price. Big Mac like five dollars, ain't it? Okay, that's a pretty good guess. So, so big, the Big Mac like five dollars. You buy like thirty nine, forty. Not bad. Forty nine, forty nine Big Macs. There are a hundred and ninety. That's pretty good. That's our second. We've talked to a bunch of guys. That's the second closest. So that that ranks high. Okay, okay. We ranked it out. We, we priced it up at $4 a Big Mac, so you're right there. But uh, on okay. to the next question. What weighs more, 1,000 pounds of brick or 1,000 pounds of feathers? They weigh the same because it's 1,000 okay. pounds of brick okay. and 1,000 pounds of feathers. See, he's got, he's got the dog in him, but he also has the mental there. I'm liking what we're working with. I like the, I like the biggest thing I've noticed thus far halfway through the test is the confidence in the answers. Whether you get it wrong or right, you're confident in your answer. That, that'll take you a long way in your career. You got to, because you can convince them that you're right. Exactly. Yeah. By the end of this test, Abe and I are going to be like, wait, do we have the right answers or does Denzel have them? 
Um, all right. What is longer, an NFL football or a $5 subway foot long? And we're assuming the foot long is actually 12 inches. You said NFL football or subway. Let me see. Mm. Now I'm going to go with the subway. That's the subway. all right. Sorry, subway, all right. Sure. subway. Yeah, subway is 12 inches and the football is 11 inches. Nice. Not right. too bad so far. This is, this is the tricky part of the test. So slow down, you know, get into your breaks and really think about these ones. Here we go. So some months out of all the years, some months have 31 days, other months have 30 days. How many months have 28 days in them? <laughs> they all got 28 days. At least 28 days or you want at least 28 days or are they exactly 28 days? That's Damn, enough for me. Like nailing this. Yeah, you're crushing this. He's nailing this. All right. Sorry, we'll, we'll get to the one question that nobody gets. All right. You're running a race and you pass the person in third place. What place are you now in? Third. Damn. We got to rework this test. All right. Or, we got to show one in the combine or all the scouts. We might be moving them up the charts. Yeah, no, as of right now, three-fourths of the way through the test, he's graded out to go to Cincinnati first overall. But, (laughs) all right, so this is probably unanimously the hardest question on the test. I don't think a single person has gotten it right. So you have, say you're counting, you're like the eighth place, ninth place, 10th place, 11th place, 12th place. I need you to spell the word 12th for me. Spell 12th. Yep. Ooh. Let me see. T-W-E-L-F-T-H. Yes, you Google sir. That? You Google it. <laughs> no, I don't got Google. I can't get Google. <laughs> oh, God. He's on the phone. He can't get to Google. Damn. All right. So well, I, You are the first person to get that correct. And that was with confidence, too. All right. This is last one. Among- I mean, before you ask the last question, I mean, he's just absolutely crushing Jim. Yeah, no, he literally <laughs> the first ballot Hall of Famer, but this will just cement him as the GOAT. A monkey, a squirrel, and a giraffe are racing to the top of a coconut tree. Who gets the banana first from that tree? <laughs> the giraffe will get it. Mm, we got, got him. Right. Got All right, him. so there's no banana uh, from the coconut monkey, tree. Huh? No bananas on the coconut tree. So this is what, based off your test results, you are headed to the Hall of Fame, but you're going to have to show something on the field to become the greatest wide receiver of all time. So if you could just do that for us, that would be much appreciated. I got you. I appreciate you. I literally can't believe you spelled the word 12th right. Yeah, I'm I mean, still in shock. You can kind of tell that it got me in there. Yeah. Well, um, Denzel, what do you like to do off the field? I can tell you're a football guy. You love the game. You love to train and work out. But is there stuff you like to do off the field that maybe relaxes while you heal your body? Uh, float tank and uh, float tank and color. What was the first one before color? Float tank. It's like uh, Epsom salt full of uh, Epsom salt. You're sending a thousand pounds of Epsom salt. What does that do for your body? 
uh, it just recovers it. It just recovers it and just makes you feel better. You just sit in there for an hour in the dark, pretty dark, and just relax and go to sleep and you just float. I'm curious, I'm curious if there's a difference between that and an ice bath, because that sounds a lot more pleasant than ice baths. I've been in an ice bath and I don't I mean, understand how players just soak in them. It's kind of like, I can I can kind of say that it's kind of like um, a hot tub, but it's oh. Epsom salt and it's not as hot as a hot tub. Epsom might be, salts are really good for you. I might be getting into that during uh, quarantine. I don't know. I don't know if they're open. Denzel, do you remember... Did you ever play video games growing up, or do you still play video games? Yeah, I still play video games. I just play Call of Duty all the time. Okay. What are you on, PS4 or Xbox? I'm on an Xbox. Okay. I, I was, I've literally never been P- PlayStation anything my entire life, strictly Xbox. Xbox is the best thing. You're right. I agree. What about uh, Madden? Are you a Madden player, and like, do you think it'll be crazy to see yourself in the game? I play Madden now. Uh, I I think it would be real crazy. I've been I've been crazy. I've been crazy myself for uh, you know what I'm saying. Growing up, ever since I'm growing up, I mean I think it's time for me to get on there. So when you don't have to officially create yourself and they put you in the game yourself, I imagine you'll be targeting yourself thirty times a game, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, a thousand more than that. I know. If yeah. Imagine, um, I'm gonna be like a seventy overall or somewhere on there. So I'm gonna go change my sliders. Putting me up a 99, and then I'm playing with I feel like that's part of becoming an NFL player, and your Madden rating has to come out, and then you immediately have to say how trash that is and how disrespectful your Madden rating is. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I told him to put me at like an 80 something. I'll be damn cool with that. <laughs> uh, all right, Denzel. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, everyone who comes on that listens is part of our family. We call them the Snapback Fam. So welcome to the fam. We will shout you out. Oh, shout out your social media so people can follow you and keep track of your journey to the league. Uh, uh, I only have only have Instagram, so it'll be underscore underscore Z E L one five. There we go, man. Best of luck, Denzel. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Thank you. Best of luck in your rookie year and throughout your career, and uh, hopefully we'll have you on when you're the NFL leading receiver. Yeah, don't forget about us when you're a Hall of Famer just because of the test we gave you, all right? All right, thank you, thank you, thank you. That test was was light. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty light. (laughs) Take it easy. Thank you guys for listening to this episode with Denzel Mims. Hopefully you listened to it before the draft and you get to see Mims potentially be picked tonight live on TV. I hope he does. I'm really excited for it. Snapback fam, stay tuned for more.